Live from the Motor City, all the way to the Volunteer State, it's time for the Reckless Speculation Podcast, where we recklessly speculate the latest news in the world of sports. From college football to NASCAR, we've got you covered. And don't forget to stick around for the world-famous Bet Your Nuts, where we will give you your best bets to make the most money. Now sit back, grab your favorite drink of choice, and join Robbie Davis, Raj Mehta, Brandon Chain, and Tom Sloan. It's showtime! Welcome, welcome everyone. And for people that saw that intro, just know that Raj and Tom are the only people that really dress like that in real life. Brandon and I are not usually in suit and ties and a tuxedo, but nonetheless, welcome to Reckless Speculation. Uh, My name is Robbie Davis. I'm your host tonight, and we are happy to have you here. And then Before we get to what we're going to talk about to an NFL show, we have to give a shout out to our sponsors. Um, One is near and dear to my heart. Actually, both are near and dear to my heart. But one uh, is my law firm, Davis, Kessler & Davis. We handle personal injury work in Tennessee and in Georgia. Um, If you are, hopefully you're never hurt, but if you are hurt, please give us a call. Davis, Kessler & Davis. Uh, Google us and we'll... Be there at your call. The other one is on a more brighter note is if you're not in trouble, you're not in financial need and you have money, you can do to C&W Construction based out of Franklin, Tennessee. They do a little bit of everything from pool remodels, house remodels, full builds, anything, porches, screening porches, you want a basement redone, anything you need, they will do. C&W Construction. Um, so also, real quick, just some gatekeeping. Please like, subscribe, follow. Um, it is Reckless Speculation Podcast on Facebook. Reckless at Reckless Specu One on Twitter. Reckless Speculation Pod One on TikTok, and Reckless Speculation on YouTube. If you're watching, you can take a screenshot and. Follow all of those guys. Um, without further ado, my castmates on this adventure. One is start off with Tom Sloan. What's up, Robbie? Hey, uh, yesterday was was a bad performance. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I got my A game on today, and I'm ready to go. Hey, there's no such thing as a bad performance. It's just a less than perfect stinker. It was a stinker. Um, good to see you, man. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Ready to um, talk some Lions football. Woo-hoo! Yes, forward yes. down the field. Yes, and and uh, we have we're gonna get into the Lions as the top five. We're gonna get into the Titans, the bottom five. And speaking of the bottom five, a Titans fan, season ticket holder, a sucker who may buy into the new stadium, Brett and Chain. <laughs> they look for people like me coming a mile away, don't they? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how how they sweeten the pot. Uh, now, Tom, your show yesterday was was perfect. I loved it. I thought it was one of your better shows, even though you messed up. And I liked it because you messed up. So that was oh, well. great. 
Well, thank you. Thank I, you I, think, I think that was the first time Tom has messed up. That's what I'm saying. Like he's human, you know. He does. Yeah. It. I was ready to. I was ready to fold it up and just retire. You're not after AI, that. you know. You you, you mess up occasionally. No? I, I mean, so funny, and we can banter back and forth. I, I love stuff like that. So I mess up all the time. You know? I mean, Brandon, when we think about it, like. Does he have an excuse to mess up? I mean, all he does is do all the creative, all of the scheduling, <laughs> all of the like the agenda. Like, what? I mean, how can he mess up? Hey, and, and you at least like type up the agenda in the doc. I don't know what I do here. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, you bring I'm... knowledge. You bring knowledge. Your fandom. And, and well, hey, I'm a big fan of you guys. Hey, before we get into talk, my my contribution to this group is teaching you guys how to work google docs that that's 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 all i've given you well you need to work harder on raj because i still don't think he has yeah that. yeah raj has, no, raj has no idea what Clocks, i don't know google docs that's where we need to go with raj we need yeah. to have a whole segment on that clocks and google docs you know what ne next summer we're gonna do we're the three of us teach raj google docs all right boys but before we get before, before it gets to next summer let's talk football more importantly nfl there are no more undefeated teams. Philly went down to the Jets. The Niners went down to the Browns. Um, which was more surprising, and what do you make of it, Tom? I'm going to say San Francisco because – and here's here's why I say San Francisco. Um, the Eagles have been playing with fire probably for the last three weeks. And if not for the talent that they've played against, I think they're maybe two lost team. So I'm not surprised. Jalen Hurts uh, looked very uh, suspect Sunday. Uh, his body language said he had no desire to be there. Um, and they lost a lot on defense in the offseason, and they're paying for it right now. But really, it's it's Cleveland because – or it's, it's San Francisco losing to Cleveland because – P.J. Walker was the starting quarterback for the Browns, uh, who they just signed a week prior. So, uh, shocker there. But the the momentum that that San Francisco had after completely dismantling the Cowboys last week or the week prior, um, you would have thought that some of that momentum momentum would have carried into Cleveland. Who, I mean, they have no offense at this point. Uh, is their defense good? Legit number one defense in the NFL, but they have enough weapons that I think I thought that they could get through and get past that. But um, every every facet of that of that defense in Cleveland was dominant. And yeah, uh, McCaffrey got out, and uh, Debo Samuel was out. So uh, those are two two weapons that that they lost. But nonetheless, they they're still loaded with Ayuk. With Kittle, uh, with Jennings, uh, they 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 have a talented offense outside of the two guys they lost. But you know, it kind of like Caleb Williams this week. We we haven't seen Brock Purdy play a bad game in the NFL until last week, and uh, it really cost him. So San Francisco to me was the bigger surprise. Um, Tom, I'm going to follow up on this question because you brought it up, and I'm curious, Jalen. Hurts eyes at the end of the game. The the camera made a point of showing it. Everyone looked at it. He well, I'm not going to speculate what he looked 
as you say look disinterested mm-hmm. um do you think that like did he look concussed to you i, I know you're not, I, we're not we're none of us doctors so let's, let's I, that, that i don't know but he lost his offensive coordinator from last year uh shane dykins yeah and that was probably the first coordinator that he had consistency with in his football career so I think he's really struggling with this offense, this new offense that they're running. So um, I, I don't know if he was concussed, but he th- he had a look of that he had no desire to be there, and, and he was just completely lost. And, and really, he had that look the whole game. He just looked completely disheveled. I mean, the Jets' defense was all over him, but he's – the one aspect of his game that I just haven't seen is his ability to to maneuver and his ability to take off with the ball. He's just not doing that for whatever reason. And I, I don't know. It just he hasn't looked like the Jalen Hurts of last year so far um, this season. Brandon, I'll talk to you. I'll go back back to you. More surprising outcome. Eagles losing or Niners losing. And if you want to comment on the Jalen Hurts thing, please do. Yeah, it was the Niners for me as well. Um, You know, I think they kind of overlooked the Browns. But listen, the Browns' defense is solid. And and we've said that from the get-go. That's why they were even in the conversation with Mm -hmm. John Watson being their quarterback. Uh, You know, could the offense prevail and and, and can – or? put this team into a playoff situation. Um, but yes, them losing McCaffrey early, uh, Brock Purdy kind of losing some of his weapons, kind of exposed the real Brock Purdy. Like he's he's a great, he's been playing great. And he is, he's a very serviceable quarterback. He doesn't try and be too big outside the moment. Like he stays within himself. But it did, you know, when you start to lose some of those weapons you rely on, it, it kind of exposes some of your weaknesses a little bit. Um, that and offensive line kind of got dominated, which you hadn't seen all year, and you know, for the 49ers. So that was a bigger surprise. It was not a surprise. Uh, we knew Philly was on a, you know, tightrope the last few games. And – this is a Jets defense we talked about early in the season that is dominant, and it's the only reason they're still hanging around. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, talks of Aaron Rodgers coming back would be just unheard of. Uh, but if somehow he did, I mean, this and this team was even close to to that range or in a playoff game um, because of the defense. Obviously, Zach Wilson's playing better, but he's, I mean, still, you know probably 31st on the list of quarterbacks in the league right now. Um, or lower. This is great, dude. So that's that's what happens. It's the NFL. You can't expect to go undefeated. And when you face good defenses that scheme for you and you kind of overlook teams that are, you know, not playing well, you run into buzzsaws. Well, Brandon, let me touch on it. Touch on it. What are the chances Aaron Rodgers plays this season? I don't think he will. Um, I just, I can't 
I can't see it. I know he's out there, you know, walking around, throwing the ball, and it's unheard of. You know, typically they're in a boot still and on crutches. And I mean, it, it, it's a whole new technology surgery that he got. So, you know, we'll see. But I, I think his chances are maybe 20%. 20%. Tom, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, you can stand on the football field and, and play soft toss. That let's not let's not you know sugarcoat it. It's it's remarkable for thirty nine year old man who just had Achilles surgery not five weeks ago uh, to be you know off crutches, completely walking on his own accord. Um, yes, he had a, a, a new style of a surgery that not many athletes have done. So um, I think that plays into uh, the count here. It, it takes a lot of the pressure off the Achilles itself. So, um, so where he's at right now, it's, it, it is a shocker, but I think you look at when it comes to, he got hurt on that home field. So he's going to be a little apprehensive to play there. And when it comes to scrambling, you're really going to put a lot more pressure on that foot. So I, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough call. I think in his mind, because we all know he's, he's a space space cadet. <laughs> um, just listen to him on the Pat McAfee show. Um, in his mind, he probably thinks that he can uh, come back this year, but the reality is where are the jets going to be say week 15? where realistically that's probably right about where he might think about coming back. Are they in a playoff push? Um, what are the doctors really saying? I think that's going to be a defining moment for him, but 20%, I yeah. oh. probably agree with you on that. I just, his ego will tell him he, he can make it, but I, they want to win in next year. I think, they're going to want to shore up that offensive line to give them a little extra protection and maybe grass. It, so it, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. It is less than 0%. I remember when I tore up my knee, I could run a straight line and that was fine. You can't turn like, and so like you can run a straight line, but yeah. And same thing with ACL or uh, uh, Achilles, you can throw, but you can't move around with it. So, this is just him being a diva. Oh, I'm coming back. No, you're not. He's not coming. There's no way his body is beating the science that's been around for a hundred years. Like, I guess it's an exper experimental surgery, but no, it's not. Coming so they back. call it the, they call it the speed bridge where they, they place an internal brace in uh, the Achilles basically. So they, they implant like a brace uh, over the Achilles so that the, the strain doesn't take on the actual Achilles tendon. So um, it's designed to perfect, protect the repair and expedite a potential return to the field. Um, does not guarantee a quicker return. Yeah. It's designated back. to enhance the, the strength repair and guarded against stretching. So um, yeah, I, I don't see it because I, 
I, it, well, 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 let's just say he could come back. They're playing three raid road playoff games. They're not going to win all three. Like that's just, it's stupid to rush back. And well, yeah. that and like you said, are they even going to be in the playoffs at that yeah. point? You know, right. week team probably not. You know, they're third in the East alone. They're, uh, and they're trending towards maybe a 500 season right now or or just slightly below. But uh, they're 10th I mean, in, the, in the AFC. And Zach Wilson um, start throwing for 300 yards a game, which is. Well, we went from the NFC to the AFC Aaron Rodgers somehow. So, Tom, this is your chance. And you've been waiting for this maybe your entire life. To rank mm. the NFC power rankings, what do you have? I have a feeling you have a certain blue team number one, but what do you got? Uh, nineteen ninety one. I remember it well. That was the last time the Detroit Lions won a playoff game. It was against the Dallas Cowboys. They absolutely isn't that their only one. That's the only uh, in the NFL. Yeah, you don't have to say the last time they won. Only you only, you only playoff win, yeah. Prior to 1957, when they won the uh, uh, National Football uh, Championship, but uh, they beat the Cowboys, who, ironically enough, go on to be a dynasty after that, uh, starting the following season. So, yes, I was. Let's see, I was 13 when that happened. So, um, to say that. What what is happening in Detroit is 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 just an absolute dream come true would be an understatement. So, I'll start I'll start from five and work my way down. I think the Rams right now are sitting at five. Cooper Cup coming back doesn't look like he missed the step. You you pick pair him with uh, Puka Nakua, who's been an absolute uh, flash this season. So, uh, and you have Matt Stafford if you can keep keep him healthy. He's still a, a really good quarterback in this league, so I like where they're going. Uh, number four, the Cowboys. Um, I I am not sold on this team. I'm not sold on Dak Prescott. He did not impress me. Uh, they they got away with one this past week playing the Chargers, who are complete frauds. Uh, so they sit at four. Philly at three. Um, again, I there's something wrong with Jalen Hurts. Um, and they're just not saying it. Uh, and that secondary is really weak. They go and get Julio Jones. Their their receivers aren't the problem. Uh, and you bring up Julio Jones off the scrap heap. I don't know if that's the answer. You need to go get defensive help and, and if they want to move. So they're at three. Number two. The 49ers. Uh-oh. I I think we learned a lot about San Francisco this week against Cleveland. Um, still think they're a hell of a team, but I think we learned a lot about them because, yes, they lost two weapons, but this team that I'm saying is number one after week six in the NFL has lost a lot of weapons too, and they just have next man up, and they're getting it done. That is my five and one Detroit Lions forward down the field, baby. That's right. This team outside of week two, which I, I think they came into that. They thought they were overconfident and, and they got they got smacked in the mouth. They have played great football after that. Brian Branch hasn't been in the lineup. 
Um, Jameer Gibbs, Gibbs hasn't been in the lineup. They've their secondary is is depleted. They just keep putting the next guy up, and they're they're competing week in and week out. We lose David Montgomery last week. They bring in Craig Reynolds, who gets the job done, who ends up having the block of the year that sprung Amon Ross St. Brown for his touchdown. But uh, I just consistently all year, except for week two, they have been as good as advertised. And that defense is incredible. Uh, 46 yards average on the ground. Okay. Tampa Bay. They held Tampa Bay to two field goals. I love it. Go, baby. Go, Lions. Oh, God. He's been waiting for 20 years to say that. All right, Brandon. Give me some some hope. (laughs) I'm going to start from one to five. Uh, Number one, I don't have the Lions. I've got the 49ers still. Um, Give me. Shanahan in the offensive mind right now. I know they lost a couple of players. They had a little hiccup game, um, but that was a good, it's a good defense they were playing against. So, um, you know, under overlooked, I think in that game, and plus the injuries that that kind of put them back. It's the NFL, so I mean, you're you're not going to go perfect, but I still like the 49ers and and what they've done thus far. I do have lines at number two though. Lions at number two. Um, they they've really been impressive. Jared Goff has looked great. Uh, the whole whole front office, Dan Campbell, their ownership, um, everything's been good about them. And they they have played next man up for the most part. Uh, and they got a real shot this year. I really do think so. So I like them at number two. I hate to put Cowboys at. Three that sucks. Wow. Um, I've got them over the Eagles because I just don't. I don't see. I think the Eagles have been been walking that tightrope for a while on a high horse, and I, I think we just saw the first string start to pull and, and see a little bit of unraveling. And um, I, I think they're going to start sliding pretty quickly, and then. Uh, so yeah, Cowboys, Eagles, and then I, I agree with the Rams. There's almost a toss-up. I, I think just offensively they're better. I had the Bucks probably at number six. Um, Baker Mayfield's been playing out of his mind this this year, and they've looked really good at times, and you know, not so good at times. So uh, I'll take the higher-powered offense with the Rams at number five. So this is difficult for me. Um, if we're doing right now, I guess we are doing right now. I will rank because I think ultimately home field is going to come down to the NFC. If Detroit gets home field, Detroit's going to the Super Bowl. Um, but I'm, not sure. I'm just going to pass out over there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I I fear what would happen to the city. I'm just saying, uh, I'm just saying. I, I'm taking. I'm going Philly number one because until they get beat by someone that matters, I'm taking them. I'm going Detroit two, San Fran three, and then honestly, this division's. I guess Dallas, and then. 
hell, Atlanta? I mean, no, Seattle, maybe. The, We're falling off the tracks, folks. <laughs> no, I mean, no one's any good. Well, hell, y'all took the Rams. The Rams are behind Seattle in the same division. I mean, no one's any good after that. Um, all hey, right. Robbie, you've made it known. The name of this show is Reckless Speculation. That is a reckless, speculative NFC Power 5. Hey, you want to bet? To, <laughs> hey, if you want to put a side bet, Seattle finished in front of the Rams, I'll take it. That may be the case. But right now, I think the Rams are playing better football than Seattle. They have a better well, offense. You also think Detroit's going to make the playoffs. But anyways. You uh, said they win the Super Bowl if they get a home field advantage. What are you talking well, about? Well, I know. And told Tom just kiss the death of them. The I'm side. also a believer of sports gods. And have Tom's, you uh, seen Tom, that Tom's, NFC North? Tom's flying, flying way too close to a sports god here. All right. Put some so, I don't know, Tom, if you know about – or your fantasy league is doing what our fantasy league is doing. Well, I mean, my fantasy team's doing awesome. Brandon's not so much, but we have the same record. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, the NFL, look, it's a dangerous sport. Um, injuries are piling up. Uh, and they went to 17 games here recently. Uh, can they do anything? I mean, like, or is this just the nature of the beast? What do you think? I mean, I know, I know they've, I think, I think recently I read they've starting to outlaw tackles around the knees. Um, yeah. Can they do anything about this though? So one of the things they're going to, they're talking about in the meetings right now is the, the, the pull down tackles from the waist. And the example they showed was a uh, Geno Smith against, uh, I forget who they were. I think they were playing. No, it was, damn it. I think who, I can't remember who he was playing, but it was on the sidelines and the guy grabs a hold of the waist and the momentum like pulls him down. So they're saying that's contributing to a lot of injuries. Um, can they fix it? I, I don't think so because these guys are so fast and they're so big. And until they outright ban hitting, which they're not going to do, uh, I, I don't see any scenario where these injuries don't happen. Now there's a big push for these stadiums to convert to grass. The NFLPA is, yeah. is pushing to have uh, all these stadiums have grass, but it, 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 it's easier said than done. Take for example, Detroit, there's where are you going to go grass? There's nowhere to grow grass around Ford field. You have uh, Vegas, you have Arizona where, those stadiums were designed to bring the grass in and out. That's not the case in Detroit. Well, and I well, don't think well, it's a well, situation well, where you can put, wait to push back. The NFL stance is it's, you're a $6 billion company. You can grow grass inside. Like how, how No, it, it can be done. How, how are you going to grow grass inside? You're gonna well, bring I mean, it in in chunks. Yeah, greenhouse grasses. Greenhouses do it all the time. Well, and you almost have to convert these northern stadiums to domes and climate control to where you can grow grass and keep it. Um, 
you know, we're, we're talking about five years down the road. That's something yeah. that, you know, the NFLPA wants them to do it now. And, and you're going to have to retrofit a lot of these stadiums to, mm-hmm. to ha- so your domes are going to, you're going to have, you know, iridescent lights or whatever. So it's going to be like a dispensary at Ford field, which yeah. it, it already is. I'm not going to lie, but so, um, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I, but, but here's the thing. You get these you get these outdoor stadiums, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Green Bay. You grow grass there. The grass doesn't grow after mid-October, end of October. And then that field becomes hardened because of the weather, oh. and you, you, there's no give. So I, I, I don't really – I'm not a, I'm not a scientist, but I don't know if that's the end-all, be-all is what I'm well, trying to well, say. So, so, so the hypocrisy of it is, is that – the NFL is saying, oh, we need or, or the NFL PA is saying we need grass, but then they're pushing indoor stadiums. So the Titans have an outdoor state. Everything always goes back to this Titan stadium <laughs> that we we don't like. Uh, yes, we have an outdoor stadium. We had grass. Now we're moving indoors and we're gonna have artificial turf, more injuries, like like they're they're the, the NFL is moving everything into indoors because they want Super Bowls. They want Final Fours. They're all just so GD greedy. Um, and then they, then they went, oh, we want player safety. But do they? Like, how can you grasp this, Brandon? I mean, that that's the only step I can see to help limit injury and that'll just limit non-contact injury for the most part um with your acls and uh, you know aaron Rodgers, the achilles deal that was a contact injury but you know the turf is a big deal you know the players that that play on it they're the ones that talk about it and how different it is and how it reacts and grabs your feet and your cleats and so that's a whole issue but as far as you know, trying to hit – if they tell you you can't hit in the, the legs, right. which they already told you you can't hit in the head, like Pie. are you you just have to put flags on them at this point. Like what – I mean, what are you doing? Like you can't hit anywhere. Like there will be no defense. It will just be – why don't we just do seven on seven well, and put, throw flags on them? And, did you, know. you? Yeah, did you hear what Tom Brady said? That that it's this is becoming flag football. It is. It, it's been trending that way for the last five, seven which is years. A, which is an Olympic well, sport. If you, by the if way. you can't grab some other waist and tackle them, and you can't hit them in the head, you can't well, that, hit them in the knees. Like, listen, as a football player, and I played defense, and you and you're going into a tackle, and you're trying to do like a perfect form tackle, whatever. There are a thousand variables that happen in a split second mm-hmm. that you can't control, and your your momentum and everything's already carrying you in one direction. Like that's all you got. Like you're gonna have you, to retrain you, all these players. Like I mean, you can't help that someone ducks their head and then you hit crown to crown. That mm-hmm. you were trying to, you were aimed at their waist and or their chest or whatever, and you know they duck or you know you hit their legs and they spin. I, I mean, there's. It's just ridiculous. Well, 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 and and you're foolish if you don't think, let's say you have Ray Lewis or somebody, and they say this is how he tackles, 
hey, put a backup running back in there. When he tack, go dive head to head, get him kicked out of the game. Like, that's just, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could do something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, that's offensively just, targeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I see that. But which is just, it's, I mean, it's, it's dumb and it's a disgrace to the game. Like, if we're going to move in that direction, then just not have full contact football and just like do something different because you can only protect so much. Look, I'm never about people hurting themselves. Um, but I've always thought, look, you know what you sign up for and same as a NASCAR driver. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You risk your, you, yes. Actually, Brandon, that's a great analogy. I never thought of that. NASCAR, like, yes, you sign up for this. You, you're, you're putting your life on the risk. The money's good and the thrill's great. And you want to do this. You want to be great. And mm-hmm. there's risk involved. Absolutely. Like you can only put so many pads around a racetrack and the yeah. car's still going to catch on fire, like in a poor, horrific wreck. Like that's just part of it. Um, you can make provisions and try and, and they have, I mean, technology with the padding and the helmets and everything's gotten so much better, but unless you just want to do a different sport, like you, you can't just cut it off at the legs. So it's getting ridiculous. Um, Speaking of car wrecks, let's talk about what's going on in new England. Um, Look, brain wreck. That's not a car wreck. (laughs) Um, Bill Belichick, arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. I put him as three in my list. Um, but one of the greatest coach, arguably one of the great, uh, unarguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. He is struggling right now. Um, Bob Kraft, through Belichick, has had a philosophy: get rid of them before they get rid of you. Um, Tom, what do you expect? How do you think this ends? Well, I, th- I think it all starts with his, his coaching philosophy. It's very old school and, uh, he has not kind of translated to the times, uh, that the changes that we've seen in the NFL, um, and his, his ability to draft the last five years has been really bad. So, um, he hasn't been willing to change, Wh- whether that's his arrogance or whatever, his beliefs. It's just not working. Um, I do think this could be his last year in New England, and it he won't be fired. It'll be a gentleman's agreement, and, and Bob Kraft is very respectable. He's he's going to give him that, that respect uh, to say, hey, you know, we need to go in a different direction because it's not working out. But I want you to have the ability to go out on your own terms. Um, and if it's not this season, next season for sure. But uh, my, my, my theory is that this will be the end for Belichick. And, and it, you know, it is sad. You, you see the great ones, you know, even when the players go, um, even the coaches now that they just they're out of tune. They're out of touch with with what what's going on in, in today's game. So, um I think Bob Kraft knows that he he got a lot lot of recognition due 
to Bill Belichick, and he's going to give him that respect and allow him to kind of resign and walk out on his own. Well, Tom, do you think – because obviously Bill Belichick wants to break uh, Don Shula's record. Do you think – so so if I'm correct, and he's one of the top three coaches of all time, if New England cuts bait with him, does he get another job? No. No, because he's, he's four years maybe from getting – to Don Chula's record. I just, I don't see it. And and I don't think he'd take so you, another job. So, to, okay. So, so quickly, where do you rank, rank Bill check of all time? I think top three is a, is a good, good placement. I mean, his, his rings, what has he got? Five, six? No, he's got six. I mean, that speaks for itself. And, and you can say that, Tom Brady made him who he is. I mean, that may be the case, but he was the, the oh, architect for those defenses for many years. So that defense was was the one winning them championships. Uh, you know. So 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 you so you think so just to clarify, if Belichick leaves New England, he will not coach any any of the other thirty two franchises. No. All right, no. Brandon, comments on that? What Tom said and what? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think he's coaching anywhere else. I mean, that's New England's his his place. That's where he's built his whole career. No, no, no. Assuming he wants to coach, though, I, I don't think he, I don't think he, he will. Does. I mean, if if he can't, well, anyone give him a job? No. If he still wanted to coach, and even if you know they head down the path they're they're on right now and, and finish the season, you know, bottom five in the NFL. Uh, if he still wants to coach, I would think Kraft would have the respect to say, all right, give me a note. Like how much longer are we looking at here? And, and what can we do to change this? Um, I could see that happening or – I don't think he coaches anymore. I, he just doesn't look as enthusiastic. Um, even his press conference interviews are just not as. Yep. I mean, he just he's. I feel he was like talking he's about Taylor the, Swift the other the couple weeks ago. So that's, out, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, well, coming from Bill Belichick, there's something wrong with that. Yeah. So look, he he played the money ball game for a long time, and and he got six rings out of it. It's just he's hit this window late in his career where he doesn't really have a star anywhere, Mm-mm. and there's nothing to really build on. So there, I think he's struggling with that, and he also doesn't have draft capital like he used to maneuver. Somehow they always had like twenty picks every damn draft, which was so. Brandon, where do you put Bill Belichick in your top coaches? Um, probably number two. All right, behind, behind Shula, Shula, and then who's number three? Parcells, Tom. Well, um, maybe maybe Tom Landry fits in there somewhere, um, and and Don Shula. I mean, I I agree with that. And so I mean, it's. Maybe I, maybe two for for um, Belichick. Um, 
Shula Shula's the ultimate. He's, he's the undefeated coach. But um, yeah, I mean, it's tough. That's tough. So I, I mean, somewhere in two or three range is, is where I think he's at. Yeah, so it's funny. So I go Parcells, Gibbs. You just Bro, like Gibbs because he's a NASCAR owner. Mm-hmm. No, Gibbs. Gibbs is the only <laughs> person that's won three Super Bowls with three quarterbacks, none of them in the Hall of Fame. That's impressive. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Think about that. Three yeah. three Super Bowls, three quarterbacks, none in the Hall of Fame. Mark you know, Rippin. Mark- more impressive. Six Super Bowls with the same quarterback. Yeah. Mark, well, Mark and Rippin, the, the, and Doug Williams. Super Bowl and that quarterback went to Tampa Bay, won a Super Bowl without him. And since he's left, Belichick's still under 500. That's how tough the NFL is. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. tough. Um, anyways, we'll move on. So we're talking about coaches. We're talking about uh, quarterbacks. Let's talk about the finances of the NFL. Look, Roger Goodell just got another three-year extension, $60 million plus a year. He's going to make $700-something million during his 20-year reign of this, uh, reign of the commission of the NFL. Um, As a salary cap is structured and you're looking at winning, like – can your quarterback, or what, I should phrase this: You have to win young, right? Or do you, could you, if when you get to the second level of that quarterback, are you doomed unless you have a stud? Because you can't have the Kirk Cousins or the um, Tannehills. Like you can't win championships with them because you have to have capital. And so, Tom, I'm gonna talk to you because you got golf. But you got golf on a backup salary. Now you guys got to build around him. Well, we got golf when, you know, he was still on his big deal that he had from the Rams. Um, Aren't the Rams paying for most of it? Some of it, it, yeah. Yeah. But this will be it for him as far as that contract goes. So um, they're going to re-up him. He's going to get a four-year deal by, you know, after the buy is my guess. But – I, I don't know if if winning young is the catalyst. I, I feel like you take Jared Goff, somebody that, you know, Sean McVay threw him out, had nothing to do with him, had to play him in, in a playoff game against Seattle because his starter he put in got run over. So um, I think if you take the right quarterback, and now I'm not a big fan of Kirk Cousins, but I think if you put Kirk Cousins on the Jets, they're they're a playoff contender. They're a possible Super Bowl but, contender. But the Jets can't afford the rest of their team if they have Kirk Cousins. Well, they can afford him for the rest of this year because he's got an expiring contract. But um I think if you put like Jared Goff, really, you know, when we got him here three years ago, 70% of the fan base, maybe even higher, was like, What are they doing? This guy is over with. He's done. Now he's he is uh loved in this city he's a god in this city um so he he got into a good system of the right system and and you hear system quarterback and and i think this is a certain situation for you know some older players 
Um, Matt Stafford, for an example, you know, 12th year in his career, he wins the Super Bowl. So um, I, I guess the situation depends on whether or not a, a quarterback maybe past his prime, we'll say, can be successful. But um, generally speaking, you 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 take a quarterback like like a Mahomes and you build from that. And, and that's why they've been successful. But well. I mean, I don't think it's debatable. The best way to win is to get a hit on a quarterback, get that young contract, and yeah. then build around Lock him. Up. Them. Yeah. Um. And 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 that's kind of what I almost think. And Brandon, I don't know. You correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, as a Titans fan, I think that's what we're hoping for. Is like, and that's what we're doing. It appears like. Just keep drafting quarterbacks till we hit one, and then just like we're just in. I mean, I wouldn't say purgatory, but we have the worst division in football, and we still can't win it. Uh, yeah, and in our windows, damn near right. shut at this point. Like we're we're in full like rebuild, blow up mode. Like we got to start trading good players for their last year or two, whatever we can get out of them, um, including Henry, unfortunately. Uh, it, we just we missed the window and we we missed those quarterbacks. But, you know, this is a you're right, though, with your point, the best way to win is to catch that early quarterback on a rookie contract and build around them, because as soon as that second term contract comes up, if your quarterbacks, you know, in the top 12 of the NFL, that's half a billion dollars. You're a product of inflation and the economics of the NFL, and you have to pay what is due, and that's just what's going to happen, regardless of performance um, afterwards. And and we're seeing a lot of that. And then you know the whole new guaranteed contract, and you know it, it, it's it's a completely different world. They they have their own economic system like going on in the NFL. With their own money. Yeah. Well, well to, to, to the point is San Francisco is so good because Brock Purdy is their quarterback and he's making probably $300,000 a year. Nine. $900,000 a year. Yeah, $879,000. Yeah, and so they can get all these tools around him where mm-hmm. Tannehill is making, what, $17 million a year? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe more. Yeah, 17 too much. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so if you can hit on these quarterbacks. Then- no, you're exactly right. Yeah. And then I think that's the, that's the whole gig, right? Cause quarterbacks highest paid position. Yeah. And then if you, if you find a diamond in the rough and you catch wind in the second or third year, that's when you can really move around and add some free agents and, you know, pay some of these other players that are developed and, and build your team. But you're right. I mean, quarterback, they, they take such a huge part of the cap. You just, unless you're like Tom Brady or even Aaron Rodgers lately, that's willing to negotiate and, and make room for more players. And especially these kids on the second year contract, they, that's their big deal. They want yeah. that. Well, 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 just take Bryce Young, Bryce Young's first round pick. He's got, he probably signed a three or four year deal. At year three, they've got to either franchise him or re-sign him. 
Yeah. That's a three year. If, I think if they resign, that's a half year. do a fifth year option if they wanted to pick it up. And then it's after that. But yeah. So it, it really is gambling. And it's like, it's like, it, it, oh, yeah. I, I think the NFL is almost getting to more like money ball than uh, it has been in the past. Like, figure out low draft picks who can play. Colin Kaepernick, uh, Brock Purdy, you know, whoever else it is. Tom, what do you think? <laughs> That's tough. That's tough, especially when you just had Burrow re-up, you had Herbert re-up, and, and, and these guys are making 40-plus million a year, and they're not producing. So Yeah, that's um, what I understand. I think maybe – this is a good opportunity for owners to see, hey, you know what? We don't necessarily have to have the best quarterback, although it helps. But now we're Burrow's a bum, by the way. Well, you're looking at now more guaranteed money. So these players, it used to be, what if they got hurt, they'd sign a big deal, but there was no guaranteed money. They get hurt, they're out the door. Now they get hurt, you're stuck with them. So um, I think I think the the conversation will be had as to, you know, what did San Francisco do to catch a diamond in the rough and whatnot. But ultimately, there's money to be had in this league because it makes way too much money. And we've said it time and time again, the NFL is king. And uh, I don't see any change as far as the way teams approach. Oh, yeah. Big the only problem with that is if they're going to play ball and they want – you know, teams to to be good without spending all their capital or salary cap on a quarterback, they're going to have to re-up the salary cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that has to expand. And it or, should. They, the money they make? or the, That's what I'm saying. Or they need to have a little bit of a recession and a restructuring of these contracts, like not so much guaranteed, more incentivized. Mm-hmm. Um, like you get what you're worth on the field basically like you yeah, could right. make a hundred million this year if you do this, this, and this, or right. you can make seven. All right, yeah. boys, AFC power rankings. What do you got? Uh, Tom, we're starting with you. AFC power rankings. All right. I'll go. Uh, I'll start. Number one. It's the dolphins. It's the offense. We know what it is. Uh, it, amazing. You have Tyreek Hill, who is like 140 yards away from a thousand in week six. So uh, number two, I'm going chiefs. They made a move today. They got Nicole Hardman back. Uh, so that's going to give uh, Patrick Mahomes another familiar face. So he's not, you know, only concentrating on a Kelsey uh, number three, Buffalo. I, I, I think Buffalo is a bit of a fraud, a lot like Dallas. You want to talk body language? Josh Allen, something's going on in Buffalo. He looked really bad this past week. Um, Jacksonville, they're they're making their move. They they go to London one and three. They come back three and three, and they win again. I I, I think uh, Sunshine is is ready to roll. I believe in Doug Peterson. And number five, this might be a stretch, but I really believe in in the NFL defense matters and the Cleveland Browns. I think. At number five, the way the Browns play defense, um, they proved it. Just do enough on offense, and they can get by. So I like Cleveland at five. 
I'm glad I'm not I'm not the only one that's drunk tonight. All right, Brandon, what do you want? Um, I've got Dolphins for obvious reasons, Chiefs, Bills. Um, change it up there on four. I got Ravens and then Jags. Uh, Jags at five. No elaboration, just straight chalk. Jags or Ravens would probably sit at six for me. It's All it's right. interesting. The first the, the NFC and AFC, the first three are pretty convincing. After that, yeah, this, it's, this, it's this, iffy. This, this, iffy. this is the weakest NFL overall I've seen in a long time. I'm hey. going Miami also. Side note, I could see in about four or five weeks um, the Texans slipping up into that number five spot. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. That's All right, Rob, go ahead. Uh, I got Miami. Um, I got Buffalo, Casey. No, I'm not doing Jackson. No one in the South is worth their. I go Baltimore, and then gotta go South. Texans. God damn it, this thing. This is no, not Texans, though. Uh, Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. <laughs> Love you, Dad. Um, <laughs> good God. Uh, I'm going to the Jets. Just what? after all that time, you take the Jets. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. the. the it, it, those margaritas must have been fired tonight. There's not that much to it. <laughs> um, all right. So we got about 10 minutes left. We're doing our bottom five of the entire NFL. Um, this is the rock bottom. This was, you know what? When we, we, this is how quickly things change. When we develop this we were thinking this is the caleb williams sweepstakes now i'm not sure i want caleb caleb williams in the first round at all so this is how quickly things change this is how how attitude changes so but nonetheless we're gonna go with our worst five teams in the league i'm switching my note cards who wants to start brandon All right, starting from the bottom, the worst to the least worst. I got Panthers. Wait, hold on, wait, wait. The worst, the least. So you're going one through five. Yeah. So the number one's the worst. Correct. Okay. Number thirty-two ranked team in my docket is the Panthers. Bryce Young is not proven much, although he doesn't have much to work with there. Um, Panthers are terrible. Then I got the Pats. Belichick's on his way out, like we talked about. Then the Bears. That whole situation is, I don't know what's going on there. Hey, DJ Moore. DJ Moore's good. Justin Fields is good when he has protection. I mean, he's not like, I mean, he's a serviceable quarterback. He's not like great or anything or elite. All right, go on, go on. Don't mean to interrupt uh, then I got Broncos at number 29. Then I'm going to go Cardinals. Um, 
Kyler Murray hasn't been there yet. I know he's talks about him playing as of late, but I don't think he that's practice gonna... today. He tweeted it. Yeah, I don't think that's going to make much of a difference. They're terrible. All right, Tom. Yeah, my my worst team, uh, similar to to Brandon's list here. I I think New England, New England right now is trending in the wrong direction. Um, Carolina had a really nice first quarter against Miami, then they stopped playing. But uh, so New England, uh, Carolina is my second worst team. Uh, the Bears, uh, I, you might not see Brand uh, or um, Justin Fields play for another three four weeks, if at all, because with that thumb is- issue. Surgery is probably on the horizon. Uh, Denver is just God forsaken. Uh, uh, Peyton should have stayed in Fox, uh, should have stayed in L.A. He made a huge mistake coming back. Uh, and the Giants, uh, just just an awful offense. Terrible, terrible coaching this past week. Uh, has no control. Uh, and Danny Dimes, $45 million quarterback. He's terrible. So he's worse than Kirk Cousins. So, hundred uh, percent. I'm going Denver. I'm going New York Giants. I agree with them. They're terrible. I'm going Tennessee. I think it's a cluster. They're going downhill. Uh, Chicago, and then uh, I think Carolina. But they at least have hope. None of those teams have hope. What's the hope in Carolina? I mean, they're Adam, Adam Thielen, and they at least have a quarterback. I mean, yeah, Adam Thielen. They've got a young quarterback. I mean, Titans. We suck, and we have no hope. <laughs> all right, all right, boys and girls. Let me find my mouse. We are down to the. Bet your nuts. Bet your nuts picks. It's time for Bet Your Nuts. All right. It is time to make some money. Uh, Hopefully you watched yesterday's show and you have Money in the bank because we given we gave you guys a bunch of winners today. We're gonna comp this is what we call compounding interest. So we're gonna give you some more money today. So first up, we have Browns versus Colts. So Indy is at home plus three. Vegas thinks the Browns are gonna win. What do you say, Tom? I saw this number. Richardson's out. Richardson's out for the year. Uh, Minshew Madness, who hasn't had a lot of madness this year. Uh, I, defense wins. I think defense wins. They're going to get all over Minshew. The big game with Miles Garrett. So give me Cleveland. Uh, just enough. Just enough. Cleveland. All right. Brandon Chain. Yeah, Cleveland all day. No question. Watson might play. He's non-committal at this point. So. I'm going Minshew Madness. I'm going Indy on this one, guys. Lone Wolf. All, All right. right. Then we got 
the unbettable Falcons <laughs> going at Tampa. Tampa is laying minus two and a half. Uh, Brandon, we'll start with you on this one. Give me Mayfield and the Bucks uh, at home. Falcons are not so great. So I like the Bucks where they're at right here. Tom? Yeah. Uh, the one thing that you could count on was Ritter winning at home. He lost at home last week. I think Tampa Bay bounces back after uh, being shown who owns Tampa Bay with the Lions. So give me the fighting Baker Mayfields to uh, come. This number is ridiculous. Two and a half. They're going to win at least a touchdown. I think it's like a 10 point game, personally. But yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, give me the Falcons. You guys are dumb. Dogs. Like, oh, boy. Uh, PSA, right. don't All listen right. to okay. Rob. Okay, next up, next up, we have Tommy Toes Lions. At Baltimore, getting plus three. I think we could all agree on this one, I think. Uh, Tom, I'll save you for last. I'll go first. I'm going the Detroit basketball-type Lions. Brandon? Mm, This one is... uh, Oh, boy. It's a little iffy for me. I really, really want to pick one team, but I'm going to have to get lines. I'm going to have to get lines to cover. Oh, boy. I think it ends up as a push, and it doesn't hurt our record. But Tommy Toes, what are you doing? I was a little nervous with this game until I watched. Well, we both Bal- picked them, so you should pick the Ravens. Until I watched Baltimore uh, almost cough up the lead last week against your Tennessee Titans. Um, they're coming back from London. I think that's advantage Lions. Uh, we're going to get Jameer Gibbs back. Uh, Brand, uh, Brian Branch might play. I like the Lions here. I, I, I think th- they've got the momentum. They roll. <laughs> It's interesting. Interesting that uh, so the NFL gives teams in London the chance for a bye week or not. Titans took the bye. Baltimore, Baltimore did not. So they yeah. said we're ready and, to play again. And another interesting caveat with that game: Tennessee didn't get to London until they didn't travel till Friday. Yeah. So they only had two days there. to prepare. So um, no, I think this is a close game, but um, Lamar hasn't looked. Lamar, like another guy that got a huge contract and now he's not really performing. So again, don't pay people. All right. So here are all three on Detroit. So next we got the chargers at the chiefs chiefs minus 5.5. Brandon, we'll start with you. This is easy. I think this line is way off. The chargers are terrible right now. Uh, Missing players. They all look terrible. Everyone tries to downplay the weapons around Justin Herbert to make him look better, saying that, oh, they're not playing so good. They're not. Justin Herbert's not playing so good. He looks terrible. And Kellen Moore or Keelan Moore, whatever his name is, offensive coordinator, he couldn't make it at the Cowboys. He's a bum. He's a bum. bum. They're all bums. Give me the damn Chiefs all day. They win by 10. 
Yeah, th- this is this is Kansas City's breakout game. Oh, uh, they haven't looked Kansas City chief like they will this week. Nicole Hardman coming back. I, I this number is is a lot like the the Tampa game, like five and a half. Are you serious? This could be a two touchdown game. Uh, you can't beat the Cowboys uh, at home. You're you're not going to Kansas City, and you're not going to cover that number. So yeah, give me Kansas, baby. Can't give me Kansas City like all day. All I might actually long. put money on that. I might put a parlay together. You never know. Robbie's got a little San Diego softy in his heart. I can see it. No, I hate – if there's any team I hate, I hate the Chargers. But you guys are falling into the NFL trap. They do this to you. The, like, this is what it's made for. No, give me the Chargers. You guys are such dummies. I, I can't wait. No, 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 no the Chargers – are gonna win because that's what the NFL does. They always fool you. Like, anyways, uh, thanks for your donations. So we got the charge or the the Dolphins at Eagles. Eagles minus two and a half. Um, th- this is a battle of Alabama quarterbacks. Both loaded teams. Eagles won the Super Bowl last year. Dolphins with two a. Uh, are hard to beat. Tom, what are you going to do with this one? The glaring problem with, with the Eagles is their secondary. They've lost their two best secondary guys in C.J. Gardner-Johnson and um, Epps, uh, who now is with the Raiders. And they haven't recovered. And they're not going to recover this week. Two and a half. I'm shocked that Philly's favored. I think the only reason why they're favored because it's at home. I think Tua throws all day. Tyreek Hill wants to get over a thousand this week. Um, Miami's going to win this game. Brandon, yeah, the the tough game for me. Um, Philly Philly's been looking like it, like we said, walking on a tightrope. So. But Miami, you know, has surprised me with a, a loss here or there. Or I think they got one, whatever they lost, that game they lost. I didn't think they should have. Uh, still giving Miami here. I, I think you're right, Tom. I think I think secondary is depleted in Philly. And uh, I, I would probably even take the over in this game. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring. It's 51 and a half right now. I will make it unanimous. Uh, yeah, two is going to light this secondary up. Um, it, hey, as long as he can stay healthy, that's the most dangerous offense in football. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So the final pick we have the 49ers minus seven at the Vikings, which is Kirk Cousins' lair. So I'm not sure you want to bet against Kirk Cousins here, but Tom, I'll let you start with it. Do you want to talk about a team that's depleted defensively? Uh, Daniel uh, ha- Harris, what's what's his name? Oh, I forget his name. Their their best defender is on the trading block. So how much will he play? San Francisco is going to avenge that embarrassment in Cleveland. The, the San Francisco 49ers have only given up 87 points this year. 
they're not going to give up a whole lot of points to Minnesota. They win big, at least 10. Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to be saying, golly, a whole lot, and ouch, and he's going to be looking up at the dome at whatever the name of their, their stadium uh, is. Brandon, I'll go, I'll go before you. I will say San Francisco wins, but it's going to be a high-scoring game. Kirk Cousins is going to score about 45 fantasy football points. Uh, not without and, Justin Jefferson, he won't. <laughs> uh, and not without Jefferson, and um, he's on my fantasy team currently, riding the. Uh, wait, 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 wait! Are you still are you still involved in fantasy? Oh, shit. we have the same record, like I said, and you you've gotten lucky because your conference that you play in is so damn weak. Like you play against forty points a week or something. It's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> give me the 49ers all day. Uh, I think without Jefferson, they're going to rely heavily on um, Hawkinson. And I, I still think their defense is just garbage. And then Kirk Cousins is going to throw like at least three interceptions um, against that defense or maybe a sack fumble or something. So, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know Kurt. You know your boy Kurt. You he always throws interceptions when he's on your team. He's a bum. No. Okay. Anyways. All right. All right. There's our bets. We have a bet you nuts. We have them recorded. We will post them. Well, Tom may post them, may not. I'm not sure how he works this thing. But anyways, thank you for watching. Before we go, though, we have our final thoughts for the night. Um, here we go. Final thoughts. Words. Final words. Tom, you want to start? Uh, I'll I'll start with uh, something not really sports-related. Um, as everyone knows, unless you've lived under a rock, there's been a lot of dissension in the Middle East. Uh, for whatever rhyme, whatever reason, uh, I don't understand it, and I'm pretty sure I can speak with the fellas on this show. It just, it, it, it's something that's beyond our, our expertise uh, as to why there are uh, fighting going on and what what side is who and 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 who to blame you know there's a lot of finger pointing but my point is you look at the situation going on over there and then then you really have to look what we have in this country um yeah we're we're not united 100 percent there's there's a lot of division but the reality is we've got it pretty damn good and um being in this country we are privileged there's no question about that. Um, we do have things to worry about, but not to the scope that we witnessed last week. And I just think to keep it real short and sweet, appreciate what you have, appreciate where you live and, um, you know, just be thankful. And, 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 you know, Brandon or um, Robbie spoke on it last week, just reach out to people and, and ask how they're doing and, and, and listen. And I think the world will be a better place. Well, well, well said, man. Really well said. Um, it needs to be re replayed over and over and over again. People need to learn about talk to each other. And so, well said. Um, my final thoughts are um, nothing deep this week. It is just simply it's Tennessee Alabama week. Um, everyone gets your cigars ready. And hopefully we can win. And if we do win, 
you saw Neyland last last year with cigar smoke flowing everywhere. I hope the whole state of Tennessee has cigar smoke flowing everywhere this week. So, um, yeah, hopefully the Vols can go down to Tuscaloosa and get a win. It's been, I don't even know how long, but yeah, hopefully they can win. Brandon, over to you. Man, I hope we can win too. I'm I'm still nervous about this Penn State game. Uh, so, um, I will be. Uh, so, some of you guys know I've talked about it. We had our greens redone here at the course, whatever. We just had our member guest, uh, not last week, but the week before, and now they're cramming in the member member. So the member members this week. It's basically the same thing as member guests, except you play with a member instead of a guest, obviously. So I, that starts tomorrow for me. Um, I will be playing during the Ohio State Penn State game, but I also will have it on my phone while I'm playing in the golf cart. So I'll be watching. Um, also makes me nervous because I can't see every play all the time, and I'm trying to focus on two things. So my golf game is probably going to suffer a little bit. So <laughs> to my partner Rob, I'm sorry if you're watching. Uh, I'm going to be a little focused on both. So, um, but no, uh, good show, fellas. Um, looking forward to a lot of good football this week, NFL and college. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, everyone, thank you for watching. Again, if you can take some time, subscribe, like, do everything of these uh, social media things that are on your screen. Um, Google us. Any of us, I think any of us in podcast maybe will show up but definitely reckless speculation podcast will show up it will help uh even if you don't listen just please just google it and follow but anyways if you do listen you will enjoy i promise anyways anyways good night everyone and um go balls it's weird to say go blue and go bucks but that's what we're at and also, Raj doesn't get a go Trojans because he can't show up. But anyways, uh, we will not fight on. But anyways, uh, <laughs> hopefully we come back next week. And if the Vols beat the Tide, uh, yeah, it will be a cocky me tomorrow. We'll all next smoke week. a cigar for the show. Yeah, yes, yes, right. yes, yes. I will be smoking a cigar the whole the whole show. <laughs> anyways, check out our NFL show. Check out our college show. Thank you guys for watching and thank you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Reckless Speculation. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube searching Reckless Speculation. Catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We look forward to catching you right here next week with another exciting episode of Reckless Speculation. Cheers.